0: Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction this is live call-in radio at its very best giving you the opportunity to participate in the show and now here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat along with their co-host Lynette Morgan
1: and good morning we are all back from a wonderful weekend. We were able to take the weekend off, uh, all of the doctors and myself, and we had a wonderful pre-recorded program with lots of new information. Hopefully you were able to enjoy that and some of our our special phone calls, some of our favorite phone calls we like to feature as well. But we are all live back in the studio, and we're going to dive in in a moment. But let me give you that phone number so you can be first uh, with your questions. For the doctors today, 800-4667. 800-465-8770. That's 800 And we have a full house today. Of course, Dr. Mixon is traveling. Dr. Yumat, where do you think he is? Do you think he's in Austria
2: right about now? I think he's done with Austria. Austria, okay. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the earlier trips? I, can't, I can't remember. He called me. I thought uh, he was
3: in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yeah. Right? yeah.
2: He was yeah. going to go was, all over. He was. Yeah. And yeah, he called earlier this week. He was having a great time, still doing very well enjoying okay. himself, but should be back next week. Very good. So we'll
1: hear about some of his adventures. I hope he's biking. having
3: such a good time oh, that he forgets yes. to tune in.
1: Yeah, You know <laughs> he's tuning in. <laughs> it's probably I, very, let's see, it would probably be I at the end of the day during dinner.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking he should be enjoying dinner with his wife.
1: Yes. I so. <laughs> always said a
3: bandine. I don't think she'd allow it. I, I know. Jerry, I know, put right? down the radio. That's
1: right. Turn it off. It's okay. We got this. Oh, We've I, got I, Dr. I, I, Samira here.
2: Yeah, I hope he gets to eat some dinner, too. Well, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, I won't be surprised if he calls in. He That's right. He called in. Yes, he and has. He may surprise yeah. us, yes.
1: Dr. Michael Gilbert is here as Good well morning. from Northwest Vision Institute. So for all of those eye questions, mm-hmm. he is here live in the studio ready to take your questions and get you some uh, information and some answers. We also have, from our Longevity Medical Clinic, Dr. Ken Pentland with us. Dr. Pentland. Pentland.
4: Morning. Yeah. Very
1: good morning to you as well. Okay, so we've got four, uh, three doctors and me. So Dr. Umat, Dr. Pentland, Dr. Gilbert here in the studio. Be thinking of uh, those questions you've been wanting to find out about uh, maybe gastrointestinal. You're the gut sure. guy, right, Doctor, Dr. Ken? And then we have Dr. Gilbert with the eyes, Dr. Umat with all the other things that specialize uh, in aging, those things that happen. But uh, before we dive into to see what's been going on in medical news. Big announcement. We are so excited here. We were talking about this a few weeks ago. Uh, Dr. Umat, you were actually nominated for a very special accolade, uh, the Top 50 Women We Admire. Uh, this is a national organization. They pick women of each state, and you were nominated for this. And now we know you have received, you are one of the 50 Top Women We Admire for Washington State. Yes. This is so, it's so no hu- this is huge. No surprise.
3: It's hard to be really excited because uh, yeah. she knew, <laughs> you know, we've known this we all knew, for a long yes, time. We knew, yes.
1: We had So this no, is not news. Not news, but so exciting. Of course, Dr. Umat is our uh, director at the at the longevity, de- medical director at Longevity Medical Clinic. Also, Bella Medica is uh, on our show, Leading Edge Medicine, each week and her own program, Beautiful You, which focuses on Bella Medica and all of the wonderful things they do, there to keep you beautiful as you age. Yes, so congratulations! I love this.
2: Well, thank you, so, everyone. Oh, um, I'm you know honored and humbled. I um I remember when the first emails started coming in. I actually ignored them for the longest time. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. what is this? What? <laughs> I had no clue what it was. I didn't recognize the name. I didn't know the group. And then I got an email. Did you get my last email? Did you read my last email? And they kept coming. And then finally, I said, I. I gotta find who this is. Yeah, she's what's persistent, going on? and um, and sure enough, um, I was surprised. And um, anyway, here we are. Wonderful. So, no idea why or how or um,
1: because who you we are, are one of the women we admire, and because uh, of course everyone here at LongJet, we've been admiring you, your patience, and I know our listeners love you, and thank you for what you're doing in the medical community, and uh, for helping us age. I'm not gonna say gracefully, but yeah. the. Best That we can and look the best that we can and feel the best that we can as we age, because that's something that everybody who's listening,
2: um, men and women.
1: I mean, we all go through that. That's something we can connect with. You're
2: so right about that. You know, more so now than ever before. Jerry Uh started this years and years ago, decades ago. But today it's more relevant and it's more relevant in the younger population. And it warms my heart when I hear young people ask me, what should we be doing now? I know they're Mm -hmm. young. They probably don't even have have an idea. <laughs> or but, a wrinkle. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they definitely don't have those. But you know, the young ones want baby Botox. Yes. And it's interesting, they're starting because they don't want to get the lines at all. Mm. Um, but uh, to hear that they are engaged, and they want to know, okay, um, how many times a week should I be exercising? Or, uh-huh. uh, you know, can I eat this and get away with it? Or um, is nighttime a good time to eat or not? How, many, how much intermittent fasting should I do? Just simple questions. Um, that to me is warming because I know I didn't ask those questions. No, they like, were like, we'll deal with it when we when get you there. Can, right? and when I you knew I
3: was immortal.
2: Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Right. We're going to stay so, 20
2: forever with yeah. the metabolism of a flea, right? But there is a buzz about it, and so it's nice that the younger age group is in, intrigued at least. Whether they do something about it or not is hard um, at that stage, but that's the stage to begin. Yes. If you are proactive and prevention at that time, you watch what you eat, you exercise well, you build up the reserves in your bones, you're going to be less likely to have problems. So it's the same as, you know, you may have the genetic code. We're very good at Mm -hmm. identifying what your personal genetic code is, but expression of that genetic code is really up to you. And so that's the message that I always want to give everybody. And then the in-publishment of uh, the new publication this week about the new Alzheimer's drug, just Proves that. So, you know, Lequimbi is the new drug that has been approved this last week for Alzheimer's dementia. And again, it's uh, interesting. The drug reduces plaque buildup. Beta amyloid plaque is what it attacks. And they said that it helps in early Alzheimer's dementia patients. So, mild cognitive decline. So, when you go to see a neurologist or a specialist that gives you a diagnosis of mild cognitive impairment, they can then ask you if you would like to try this drug. There are lots of pros and cons with the drug, as you can only imagine, um, it does cost $26,500 per year. Gosh. Medicare will cover 80%. Wow. Still, there is a cost okay. involved. And I think what some of the neurologists were pointing out in the, um, writings I was reading is that there are additional costs. You know, with the drug, there will be additional scanning, transportation. It's an IV drug. So you have to go to a doctor's office okay. uh, once every two weeks to get the medication and also the continuous follow up. Any physician who chooses to prescribe and use this drug will have to register in a registry and will have to be following his patients closely, and they will monitor them. So not every neurologist will want to do this. So you will have to choose a provider, and everybody has access to it, but not everybody may choose to use it. So there is an expense, there is an access. Um, And then the big other thing is, does it really help? So they sh- in, in their trial, they showed a 27% improvement in mild cognitive, not in delayed or late Alzheimer's dementia. But there's a huge side effect profile as well. Okay. So the main side effects are swelling in the brain. And they said it was mild or inconsequential in most patients and symptoms resolved quickly or over time. And the second one was a brain hemorrhage. Mm. So people that are on blood thinners, either for a- atrial fibrillation or for some other reason, will not be good candidates and also um, late onset like I said and any risk for a bleed will not be a good candidate. They also notice that people who have the APOE4 gene which by the way all longevity patients know what genome they carry. If you have the APOE4 gene then the likelihood of both of them both from mom and from dad to APOE4 then the likelihood of the side effect is much higher for you. In in which case they may not choose to give you the medication because okay. they don't want you to have a bleed and they don't want you to have a brain swelling and there is a sense there was a little bit of mortality too so the FDA does warn that not only is it high side effect they, they did some people died from the medication use so yes very exciting news uh, but you know when I heard this my first thought went to the 2013 study published by Dr. Dale Bredesen where he talked about the end of Alzheimer's and he also talked about um, how to prevent progression of disease in early onset. And the way he described it is like it's a tin roof over your head with 30 different holes, and what you're trying to do is plug the holes. So dementia is not just because of beta amyloid plaque buildup. It's choices you make. Mm. It's your health, your diet, your nutrition, your supplementation, it's toxins, it's exposures. And when you identify what may be contributing to your memory loss, and you work on reducing those toxic exposures, you can improve the outcome. And so I like to focus on it for the functional medicine approach. For my postmenopausal women that tell me they are having uh, word finding difficulties and their estrogen level is really very low and they started depleting their estrogen in their 30s, I like to start with just replacing estrogen and seeing what kind of an impact it has on them. More and more lately, we're actually hearing that the same thing happens in men as their testosterone levels depleting they're also depleting estrogen which might be contributing to their memory loss Mm -hmm. certainly the hormonal loss as they age does contribute to bone loss as well so a lot of other things you can address with hormone replacement and along with that you know um, measured supplementation and replacing what is really objectively deficient and help improve absorption. So Dr. Pentland is here and we can talk about gut health and how to help improve absorption of nutrients. So it's not just am I taking the right amount? Am I taking enough of it? It's like how are you going to help your body absorb what you are taking is very critical. Remember the gut is considered the brain of the body. Yes, So the gut (laughs) microbiome is very important and the more we know about it and the more we take care care of it, it will impact on our overall health and wellness. So, it has been an exciting week. Good. yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's been, I know Jerry's not here, but, you know. We still is- <laughs> have medical updates yes. and, and wonderful things happening. And, uh, in fact,
1: we have several phone callers on the line. So, uh, we're going to find out some more medical updates with Dr. Gilbert and also Dr. Pentland in just a few moments. But why don't we go ahead and, and dive in to our first call. It is uh, a call related to the eyeballs. Oh. And- how exciting. Yes. And if you it's have a question. As
3: exciting as uh, <laughs> macular, as um, uh, um, uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and medication. what have you. Now yes. let's talk real medicine. Okay.
1: No. 800 465 8770. We'll quickly get the question. Go to break and then. Come back and find out what's going on with that. All right. Very good, Marie in Arlington. Good morning. Good morning, this is Marie. Leading Edge Medicine. Good morning. It's my lucky day that Dr. Gilbert is here. Yes. <laughs> um, I'd like to my know lucky your day. Thoughts about Simason Beta Four eye drops, um, and I'd like to know if they treat the meibomium gland damage as well as the eye irritation. And, and your thoughts on the product.
3: Unfortunately, there are no drops, zero, zero that treat my gl- my gland dysfunction. Um, the, and, the, and and so the, the quick answer is no. And the reason is the absorption from, uh, from drops is very poor into the meibomian gland system. It doesn't have good vasculature, so um, uh, oral or systemic uh, medications don't treat it well, although there are two antibiotics that can influence the uh, inflammatory profile, uh, the, uh, uh, the in- inflammatory environment. Around the glands, but not interestingly enough, not because they're antibiotics. It uh, happens to be a side effect. So the, um, uh, the uh, antibiotic dose is actually subtherapeutic for infections mm. uh, for these two antibiotics, but they have shown uh, over longer term uh, treatments to help the mybomian glands, but no drop therapy. Uh, is so, really helpful,
2: Doctor Gilbert. Is there any problem in using these antibiotics long term? Then
3: uh, drops. Let's be specific. Uh, well, drops. No. Well, let's see. So two different things. The, the antibiotics I just are mentioned, they oral? Doxycycline. Or they?
2: Oh, it is doxy. Okay, doxy, so it's
3: oral. Doxy. Low dose, like twenty four so to fifty not... milligrams a day.
2: Okay. Right
3: for months. Okay. And because it's a very slow, uh, a slow benefit. Okay. So it you have to be on it. There was one study that showed that if you do a high, higher pulse, a uh, thousand milligrams a week of azithromycin. You would get a similar effect over about a three, four week period. So that's certainly a lot Mm. less than asking someone to do, you know, four months of doxycycline with all the side effects. Uh, But that was a small study. I'm really interested to see some follow up on that. Our our ability to treat those glands is not great. One internal treatment works from actually the inside of the gland, and that's the omega 3s. Um, However, omega 3s. Nor the uh, antibiotic treatments. Nothing. Omega threes don't act like Drano. Mm. You don't take them, and it cleans out the system. I
1: know why not, doctor. Yes, ma'am. Well, you, I, I, you haven't in, um, invented this I yet.
3: Have, I have people who ask me, I, uh, every uh, every week." How long am I going to have to take this? Yes. Said, well, I've been on it for fifteen years, and yeah. every year mm. I hope that someone will come up with something better.
1: Yes. <laughs> but there are some things you can do to help with the meibomian gland. Yes. Should we talk about that sure, after the break? Absolutely. Okay, Marie, you hang on. We will be back with more leading edge medicine and more of your calls. Susan we will get to you, Bill and John has an eye question as well. This is Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Umat, Dr. Gilbert and Dr. Pentland. I'm Lynette. We'll be right back.
0: Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. For the first time in history, you can choose how to age. Call with your question at 1 800 465 8770. That's 800 465 8770.
5: Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine, Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife, Vicki, and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you, whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina or dry eye problems, without question, Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com nwvision.com or you can call 425-450-2020. 425-450-2020.
4: I think it's a wonderful thing and it's not reacting after the problems; it's trying to prevent the problems from happening in the first place and the the thing I like the most about everything that I've learned is it all makes very logical and intuitive sense. (laughs) I'm gonna sit right down and write myself
1: a letter Papaya, papaya And make believe it came and we're back. It's Leading Edge Medicine. Hi there. Good morning. The sun is shining. It should be another beautiful weekend. Love that. Uh, we're glad to be here in the studio. We have Dr. Samira Umat, Dr. Ken Pentland, and also from Northwest Vision Institute, the eye guy, Dr. Michael Gilbert. And Dr. Gilbert, you were talking with Marie about those mybomian glands, what we can do.
3: So this turns out to be very important because... The vast majority of visits to the eye office uh, are a because related to dry eyes, ah. redness, irritation, fluctuation in vision, people who can't read, people who can't read very long. A lot of symptoms that people may attribute mm. to some other condition are primarily dry eyes. ah, oh. And the number one reason, 85, depending on which study, 85 to 90% of the patients who come in for dry eye problems, it's the meibomian gland system. Mm. And and we haven't known that all my practice no, lifetime. So no, no. Dr.
1: Umat and I, we, we know about those. Uh, oh, we, yeah. We yeah. yeah. Who has yeah. the worst? Dr. Right. Well, oh, no, now we that mean. would be a HIPAA violation. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. It's but.
3: very common. And I'm a little passionate about it because yeah. it was, it really got me about 15 years ago before we fully understood it. And so I have passionately looked at each incremental uh, insight and adopted those that work and look forward to the the insights that have changed the direction that we've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that can make a difference in the meibomian glands. First of all, really the most important thing, I think, is to understand that bef- your expectations for improving the gl- gland system will depend on how much damage is done. Mm-hmm. Within the last week, I saw an 18-year-old who came in wow. for eye symptoms. And when I looked at her gland, she had an 80 plus percent loss wow, of the gland wow. systems. Now, mom said, you know, I may have to take TikTok away from her. And I said, there are social reasons why you should take TikTok away yeah, from her yeah, as well. Really. But but this can, you know, this is becoming a real serious mm. problem for um, the younger generations that spend so much screen time. Why? Mm. Because these glands only release the protective comfort tears to the surface of the eye when only when you blink Mm -hmm. and our normal blink rate of 20 times a minute goes down to about two times a minute when we're on screens
1: oh boy because we're concentrating so we're concentrating
3: (gasps) reading computer the worst is desktops Mm -hmm. but but most of the screen time is close reading text hard text is no better we still stare. Television. Mm. Driving is the only one that's on the list that isn't isn't a screen time. But many have Teslas now with big screens, so maybe. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. Um,
2: <laughs> I believe everything. So, really? I don't have a Tesla with a so, big
3: screen. Do not have does. <laughs> yes, he yes, does. Indeed, so, he does. <laughs> so number one, we have to figure out how bad the the damage is to know what our expectations should be and how uh, and the best approach to it. One of the things that happens to those glands as you stop using them is the secretions go from liquid crystal clear light uh, like wd-40 to paste grease and sometimes Mm. nothing moves out of the glands and then the glands start to atrophy Mm -hmm. so as that gets thicker and thicker it's heat sensitive so one of the things that you can do In that in that interim phase, while we're trying to save what you got, is do hot compresses. But the glands live on the backside of the eyelid, so that quick, you know, washcloth for eighteen seconds and I'm done doesn't work. Backside of the eyelid means that we have to have a gradient, so it has to be pretty hot, and it takes the first five minutes to get the glands hot.
6: Mm.
3: Okay. Then you start the treatment. So doing longer heat. As, as hot as you comfortably can because the whole goal is to melt those greasy secretions. And then as soon as you've done that heat treatment, you want to do firm, big squeeze blinks because that's the natural mechanism, for the physiologic, normal release of those tears so it gets that pump started for the day. Mm. So doing some hot compresses, omega-3s help because it gradually improves, it decreases the melting point of those tears over time. Mm. But it's a slow process. Mm -hmm. So increasing the omega-3 oils in your diet, um, hot compresses, um, and depending on the amount of damage, getting those glands cleared out so we're back to normal glands uh, as much as you have left, so those are some of the. Those things. are some things. If there's severe damage, then you may you may want to consider the pulse therapy of antibiotics to try and turn around the for toward a better production of tears.
2: So the hot compresses actually sound pretty nice, yes. comforting. Yes, and they're the commercial uh, be, uh, eye bands or something you can put on your eye. A mask, okay. Okay. mask. Eye mask. a mask, heating right. pad. That's a what I have. Heat, uh, right, yeah, mine's pink with. So, cat ears
3: and, on it. Uh, Yeah. So some of the beaded masks, but mm-hmm. usually the ones you toss in the microwave will stay hot for about five minutes. Uh-huh. And we need that second five minutes, right? Because okay. the, the first five minutes is getting heat to the glands.
2: Okay.
3: The mm-hmm. second five minutes is doing the job, mm-hmm. right? Is heating the actual gland structure.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So um, so some of those you want to toss in the microwave for that extra five minutes. Sure. Mm-hmm. There are electric ones that you can find yes. on, um, uh, on Amazon. That's what I use. However, you have to be careful that they. Oftentimes, the electron or the the wiring inside makes them stiffer, mm, so they okay. don't come in full contact with the eye from uh, corner to corner. Okay. Someone with a more prominent nose may may be skipping part of Ooh. the surface of the eyelid. So okay. make sure that whatever it's, you're doing, is right in there, is in full contact with the uh, with the eyelid, corner to corner. corner. Okay. For that full time. Mm.
1: Mine now, has a timer on it too,
3: so I go for 15, and it feels. <laughs> So good. And some people get discouraged <laughs> oh. that they have to go so long. So oh, no, I, it's
1: relaxing, especially them, at the end of the day.
3: I tell them, you know, in the morning, start do something in the morning. Okay. Two minutes is better than zero. Right. But if you really want to improve this, then do that hot compress. Mm. And I think, you know, many, many people will find that that 10-minute heat treatment at night before you go to bed can make a huge difference the next day.
2: hmm interesting yeah
3: so there so it, is there is some carryover it's not like sure. just for that few minutes so
2: it'll decrease the tearing of the eyes yes mm. okay okay and then the antibiotics. sorry I'm hung up on that a little bit when I talked about the drops I was thinking about antibiotic eye drops but you're saying no. the treatment is oral antibiotic
3: that's right it's okay. not an in uh, there's no infection
2: okay
3: there's not a bacterial problem sometimes there can be bacteria staph bacterial blepharitis on the surface anterior blepharitis but much more commonly a problem is posterior and that so that anterior the crusting that you yeah, can get yeah. that can be uh, associated with typically with staph sure. bacteria mm-hmm. but the posterior blepharitis that is the the one that's most common that causes a dry eye problem with high uh, high uh, frequency is is not infectious it's inflammatory mm-hmm. so oral or topical antibiotics don't help because of an antibiotic component but rather as a side effect
7: of that oral antibiotic, okay. or just those two classes. Those so people eyes. who have the uh, wake up with a lot of eye crusties, right? That's they're that yes. saying that's maybe a staff. Well, those are coming. That
3: can be staph, or it can mm. just be those thicker secretions that mm-hmm. aren't. They the cr- secretion should be crystal clear, right? Uh-huh. Every time you blink, that's the tear system that keeps your vision clear. And your eyes comfortable. It's the lubrication component of the tears. Now, if you and I had been there at creation, we would have said, "No, no, no. We got to make this automatic. Not every time you blink. That's dumb." Okay. But that's the way it works. <laughs>
1: All right, Marie. This is a lot of great information about your meibomian glands. Is that is that helpful for you on some things you can do, Marie?
2: Uh, That is. um, I'd like to know what doctor
1: thinks about the TB4 drops, though, themselves.
3: A reasonable lubricant, but uh, I know of no uh, effectiveness towards the surface disease.
1: Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Marie.
3: But instead of uh, uh, you, you were asking about topical uh, antibiotics, topical steroids can help. Oh, yeah. Because as the eye gets dry, as we have this deficiency of lubrication, the surface cells are are traumatized, right. and mm. that's what causes the redness, the irritation, the symptoms that we mm. all associate with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can you know you can use the uh, uh, the the steroid low dose you know one of the really lower dose topical steroids to reverse some of those symptoms. But of course, unless you simultaneously create address the cause, right? As soon as you finish the steroid
2: course, Absolutely. it comes back, it comes right back. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it
3: helps, but then <clears throat> patients come in and say, "You know, my doctor gave me the steroid drops, but as soon as I stopped, well, that's yeah. because you didn't treat the problem." Ah,
1: uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay, talking the eyes today, and we have Doctor Umat and Doctor Pentland here as well to take your questions at 800 eight hundred four six five eight seven. Seventy On the line, we have Susan calling in from Monroe. Good morning, Susan.
2: Good morning, Susan. Good, good morning. Good morning to you all. I just had a quick question. I wanted to know what types of foods and supplements should I take to eliminate ridges in my fingernails? Mm. Ridges in your fingernails. I think the mm. question is what causes the ridges in yeah. the fingernails. Are you deficient in anything? Do you um, have iron well, deficiency not anemia? Not that I know of, no. No, I don't think I've been tested for iron deficiency. So that Do could you be a ha- problem. Yes, it can. And sometimes infections can cause ridges, fungal infections, chronic fungal infections of the nail bed can cause some ridges. So yeah, I think I haven't the something sub- like that. Okay. I think the treatment would really depend upon what the diagnosis is.
7: There's a lot of things oh, okay. that can there are a lot of things you can diagnose by looking at somebody's fingernails at least to mm-hmm. get some idea of what's going on besides just uh, their sort of more prominent symptoms. But um, for the long, the sort of lengthwise ridges that people often see that is more common with aging, one of the things that may be helpful is just getting more healthy protein in the diet. Mm. That's uh, okay. from what I've read, that's that seems to be one thing that may be helpful.
1: Okay. So no no magic supplement or thing. Probably die- getting diagnosed why the ridges are there maybe, right? Well First.
2: yeah, you know the ridges are actually a symptom. Okay. They're yeah. a symptom of something's something going, going on. on. And so you really want to have somebody take a look. And uh you know, unfortunately on okay. the radio I can't take a look. Uh <laughs> primary but, doctor, that, would he right. would that be yeah, where you absolutely. could start? Absolutely they would. Okay. And then once you have an appropriate diagnosis that's when you can begin some treatment so you know just to say okay we'll buy some over-the-counter um biotin gummies or yeah is from- <laughs> yeah. not the right way to go <laughs> yeah okay. is that helpful for you susan <laughs> That's I mean, I remember so when in thank my you. medical school training, right? We we were taught about clubbing, right? Of and course, COPD classic. And, hmm. Yeah. Yep. So and and we don't do that anymore. I, oh. I've never a doctor has never looked at my hands and said, "Oh, you may or may not have clubbing."
1: <laughs> okay. All right, Susan. Thank you so much for your call. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very All much. All right. Bye. We're going to take a quick break here and back with more of your questions. Okay, Bill, we're going to talk with you in just a moment and then an eye question from John. And if you have a question for any of the doctors for Leading Edge Medicine, here is the number to call. We are live in the studio, 800-465-8770. We'll be right back. leading edge
0: medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770.
1: excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients a team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to Do is call Paramount at 425 251 1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425
0: 251 1660. If the devil danced in empty pockets, he'd have a ball in mind with a nine foot grand.
1: We're back with Leading Edge Medicine, all of us in the studio are looking at our nails. And, <laughs> and I love it. Men Ma-
2: man and manicures. Yes. Right. Have you ever had a manicure, Doctor? I have. No, you have. have. How are you? Great. There you go. I am impressed. Good job. I just did mine yesterday. Okay.
3: My mother was a hairdresser. Oh. And oh, okay. I used to, growing up, you know, you it's a small business. We're a, you know, a working family. So for years, I did the janitorial. We decorated Christmas, I do the windows you oh. know, and, you know, paint the walls and, th- you know, it's a small business. And there we had, uh, there was, a, uh, one of the people she employed did nails. And when I was in there working one day, she said, you want to have your nails done? And I stopped. <laughs> When you say done, what do you mean what done? What do you mean by that? What does it mean to have your nails done?
1: Yes. Oh, well, I'll well, just clean them out, up. And I you? thought, you know, okay.
3: Uh, yeah. All right. As long as we're not going pink or something. <laughs> <Yeah. right.">
2: well, I've <laughs> seen that's many men with painted nails these That's days. right. And oh, they're they loving
1: yeah. oh, the my, foot massage that My comes grandkids, with that. the How guys,
3: do, you know? yeah. do the, God bless My kids who allow these grandkids to paint their nails. That's all fine. The girls get to do it, so the boys get to do it. Ah, And I'm thinking... How do I handle this? No, grandpa doesn't do that.
7: Yeah,
1: (laughs) You can paint grandpa's toes. Wise grandpa. But then grandpa's putting socks and shoes right back on.
3: Grandpa doesn't
2: do
1: it. Okay, and our engineer is going, hey, he does a manicure every week. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Seriously?
2: Good for you, Good for you. And, you you. you know, I hear with
1: my friends that do this. I know our other producer, Mark, will go in with his wife and have his feet, you know, because they'll massage your feet and get your nails
2: all trimmed up and yeah. wonderful yeah i took my husband in for a pedicure mm-hmm. uh, yes the pedicure, I last I should say. year okay and it was the first time he had ever had one and uh he enjoyed it yes. but, but he's not been back okay okay it's like
1: okay i'll do this so there you go it's all good and hey um Good nails and and yeah. yeah and then you start feeling good and looking and, good
3: and if you have that done you can't see the ridges so that's maybe right. that's there the you answer go. to see, the ridges.
1: Doctor Umad yeah. and I are always comparing uh, and we have the sparkle up you can't yeah. see anything underneath. You
3: guys are great. I always check out the nails. I mean <laughs>
1: yes, you uh, are really hers are fancier than I, mine. I do have a fancy one. Yeah. Uh, this is in honor of my mom so we've got some flowers going on our fingers wow. here. But Kimberly at Doctor um, Doctor Gilbert's office at Northwest. I yes. always check out her beautiful manicures. We're always comparing. And yeah. <laughs> so, it's one of my I remember favorites. I
2: had gotten a manicure when I was uh, in my internship. Yes. I had just gone on vacation, got a manicure the last day of make vacation and came in to do my first day of surgery rotation. And the head nurse looked at my nails and she said, first go and uh, clear all the nails and cut them. There you and go. I looked at her. I was what? horrified. I said, I just got these done yesterday and I'm only here for like... Yeah. 15 minutes, she goes, uh -uh, Mm -mm. if you want to
1: scrub. Oh, boy. My nurse friend had to do that. She was always so jealous. She couldn't have have color on her nails. Okay, well, we've got lots of callers here today for Leading Edge Medicine, and we would love to talk with you, too, uh, about manicures or pedicures. 800-465-8770. Bill, thank you for waiting and letting us talk about fingernails for a little bit. Bill talking uh, and calling in from Bremerton. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Bill. Uh, I talked to you.
1: <laughs> I talked to you
6: a few weeks ago about a lower back pain that I had when I was on health therapy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Uh huh. It did go away after I finished my my regimen, and the, I wanted to give you the good side of it. I did not enjoy the lower back pain. I never have lower back pain, and I did all during that time, mm. but. Um, I, I am down 12 pounds from wow. you know what I was, which is why I took it was to speed right. up some weight loss, and I've held at that lower weight, so that's the good side of it. But I did not like the lower back pain.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you have dropped the weight and that you're feeling better, but the senescent cell therapy should not have caused the back pain, though. Is that what happened to you?
6: Well, that's... The only thing I can attribute it to the minute I started it. Uh, you said, yeah, I remember week.
2: your phone call now. Now I remember your phone call. That was the only change you had made, and you started getting back pain. Wow.
6: Yeah, and it, and it went away when I quit. So I don't know so, how else you... Yeah,
2: yeah so tell me how. now, what other benefits, if any, did you notice other than the weight loss? Um.
6: I, I don't know that I mean I I feel really good since I've been going to longevity. Um, okay. You know I mean I'm I'm 80 years old and I'm I'm you know in good shape. Uh, mm-hmm. I swim a mi- mile and a half three times a week,
7: mm-hmm.
6: and uh, I work full time. I'm doing construction and I'm still climbing on roofs and doing all the things you do in construction.
2: Doing all the so, things. Wow way to go bill wow, wow. well uh, just be careful is all I'll say uh-huh. I'm happy that you're doing well um, I'm sorry about the back pain still don't know why you had it but good to know yeah um, and it's then gone now yeah and then maybe you know you might want to think about rapamycin or something else next time around uh, but definitely discuss it with your doctor and see if there are any other options for you mm-hmm. bill okay yeah
6: yeah uh, I wouldn't tell you an interesting thing about uh, Fingernail painting okay. um, I, had a, I had an accident uh, in 2009, a bad accident which set me in the hospital for quite a while. Well right before the accident, I had been removing some um, glue down carpet from the floor and we were using a chemical to get you know get the, the stuff off the floor. And so I was down on my hands and knees and I had uh, tennis shoes on. And uh, the chemical, you know, wetted the tennis shoes and obviously got to my feet. And at the end of the day, when I took off my um, uh, socks, I noticed the, the they were white socks and they had a red uh, stripe across the toe of the sock. But I noticed they were totally white. The red had gone away. So the chemical from the floor removal stuff had <laughs> oh, taken wow. the dye out. And then I looked at my toenails, and they were beautifully colored red. Oh! <laughs> Every toenail.
2: Oh, goodness me. Die- wow.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and so I had, a, I had a toenail painting that would not chip. <laughs> it just had to wear out. <laughs> and and oh. then I had that... I had that accident and I went in the hospital, and I was so embarrassed to show my feet to the nurse. <laughs> I was
7: like, I'm, I'm a construction
1: weirdo. guy with nice
7: toenails. <laughs> Is that a feature of the chemical? Was it on the bottle?
1: Yeah, really. One of the side effects. Like a produce- commercial
7: opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful nails.
6: Yes.
7: I thought, I thought if I
6: could patent this, I could make a fortune because women would love it. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it, wow. it was, you know, you didn't have to worry about <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> the nail
1: <hell> was
3: just... <laughs> Good to know. There you
1: go, Bill. Take care of those nails. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. All
2: right. Thanks for sharing your story, Bill. Oh, thank you so much, Bill. All right. And thanks for the thank feedback. You. you take care now, okay?
1: Yes. Very good. 800-465-8770 to get on the show today. And we do have some callers waiting here. John calling in from Vancouver with an I question. Good morning, John. Hi, John. Hey,
4: good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I'm sorry I got you on my speakerphone and I can't see how to get it off. But anyway, I have.
3: If you can't see, come on in. We can fix that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've had I've had macular degeneration since uh, about 96. So I've had lasers and uh, shot No help for me. But my daughter just turned 58. And she was identified with drusen. I'd like to know what what is that and is there any treatment for it?
3: Mm. Uh, of course, uh, really important that she pay close attention to this and uh, optimize treatment.
1: Wow, what is that, uh,
3: Doctor Gilbert? So drusen are age-related changes to the uh, to the retina, and they are statistically associated with macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. They are the oh. earliest. They are the earliest dry form of macular degeneration. You can have drusen and absolutely no change in vision, mm. and that's why it's important, especially with family history, but even without family history, to get your eyes checked when it, starting in your 50s on an annual basis, to screen for changes like drusen, which have no symptoms, changes like glaucoma, which have no symptoms. Drusen, then, can progress Macular degeneration, and when you've had injections, that means you've had what's called wet macular degeneration. What's wet about it is blood vessels. So the dry means just those aging changes, drusen, are like the instead of the surface of the retina being mirror smooth for good images, it gets lumpy and bumpy, and those lumps and bumps can. Predisposed to vast new blood vessels, weak blood vessels, suddenly starting to grow and leak. Yeah. And that t- tissue does not tolerate leakage, so that's why you end up with uh, permanent or the threat of permanent vision loss from macular degeneration. Fortunately, when it gets to that stage, injections, um, that area has exploded in terms of our ability to treat it. And I'm glad you've benefited from that. We have a uh, retina specialist on our team, happens to be my son, who did his retina work at Harvard and then came to work for me and uh, does our injections for us. But I often end up treating people who have drusen, which is the first stage before you need those injections. Yeah. And so your real question is, if you have drusen, what can you do to decrease the likelihood of going on to that next stage uh, of macabre? degeneration, and there are a couple of things um, uh, number one, it has been shown that diet influences progression, so dark uh, diets rich in dark leafy vegetables, spinach uh, kale, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables the The most important thing is the um, uh, many years ago the NIH did uh, two very large, very powerful studies uh, that showed a um, uh, a group of vitamins taken together. Can statistically decrease the risk of macular degeneration, and that's um, that's not not proprietary. There are proprietary forms, but the um, the formula that they use is um, is established by that uh, FDA research. The most recent one, uh, the one to look for now, is called AREDS, A R E D S, and that stands for Age Related Eye Disease, and it has should have a two on it and if um, and if it doesn't have a 1 or a 2 then if you look at the label and it has lutein in it then that's the one you want uh, the Areds 1 did not have lutein um, and the the formulation change in Areds 2 has been shown to be more effective
2: now people who don't have a deficiency of lutein or you know any of the Areds nutrients if they took Areds as a preventative measure
3: you know there has never been the uh, looking at um Blood levels of these for deficiency was never part of the study. They just looked at supplementation. Okay. And, um, for instance, the the doses of zinc and copper are way beyond physiologic. So it, it's not looking at replacing.
2: So if his daughter had gone in and gotten a completely normal exam but knew yeah. that dad had macular degeneration... Would she then start the Areds now,
3: or no? that is a great question? And it was, uh, it has been addressed by the NIH research. They looked at that group of patients that has um, family history, but no findings. Yeah. Right, mm. and unfortunately, the Ared supplementation did not change their uh, their future uh, incidence of disease. Wow, interesting. Okay. So that was a little discouraging. Yeah. The other thing uh, f- uh, from that study is fish oil. Ah. And unfortunately, they're not very prescriptive about what level of fish oil is optimal. So we just have to kind of make a, make a guess. But you should be on some She should, edge, and probably you, should be on some fish oil. The A-Reds Vitamins is a regimen, two small capsules twice a day. It's over-the-counter, very affordable. Get it anywhere. My favorite brand is called Preservision. And that's because it is the it is the company that made it for the NIH, and it's uh, FDA um, uh, supervised uh, because of their uh, they're also making uh, prescription drugs. So it's uh, it's a good formulation. But as long as you're getting Areds two and fish oil, and then monitoring for change, then I think she's doing what she ought to do.
1: There you go, great advice. Is that helpful, John? Okay, okay thank you very much. Uh, second question, my- hammers for the GI doctor. Oh, good. And we we are going to go to him. Yep. We will take a quick break. So, John, you hang on. And then we will have you ask that to Dr. Pentland in just a moment. This is Leading Edge Medicine.
0: If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258.
3: Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say.
7: Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs. stairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson is great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair it was really actually kind of great after that eight-week mark, like, Ooh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick.
3: Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000, or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at danielnelsonmd.com.
4: I finally went and took that free test, and it didn't hurt. I went ahead and, and uh, moved forward with uh, genetic testing and inflammatory markers and stuff like that so I'm encouraged to see what those results are so how would this work for my father at 80 years
6: old
1: boy. <laughs> Memories. That brings back old uh, rock and roll DJ days when that song wasn't a
2: classic and now it is. You know, I recently <laughs> watched the movie Elvis. Oh, yes. It turned out to be oh. nicer than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Had a lot um, of good information there and things yeah. I didn't know, his influences and yeah. why he did what he did and and why his eyes always looked amazing because of... Uh, an actor friend of his had told him, put just a tiny bit of eyeliner on on oh, your eyes and in the corner yeah. to make your eyes pop and all those wow. black and white right, pictures. Yeah, and it's like,
7: OK, <laughs> you learned a lot of little. T- he was doing hot compresses. For yes, his he was water water for <laughs> his
1: meibomian glands. You know it. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette Morgan. Glad to be with you. And three very amazing doctors. The award winning Dr. Samira, you, Matt, I get to say that all day and I'll tell you why if you just tuned in and Dr. Michael Gilbert from Northwest Vision Institute. We also have Dr. Ken Pentland here. He is our gut specialist. And, John, you mentioned you had a question for Dr. Pentland. Go ahead.
4: I do. Uh, Please. About one month ago, I started having diarrhea. I called my doctor. We go in, get a stool test, no problem. Uh, If it continues, call back. Well, it it is off and on and yesterday it started on and so i called i called the uh nurse who's operating on saturdays at the hospital and she said take a hmm. uh she said if a test for stool test showed no problem take Modium. does that sound good
7: that's a that's a good question so first of all in the in the diarrhea that you're having, the bowel movements—is there any blood?
4: No. Okay. I've had so, people who yeah. could see check that, and they say no.
7: Good. And um, and before the the diarrhea started, um, was there a meal that you could associate with, to that, or was there anything that you can attribute it to?
4: No, sir. I have not changed anything. Okay. The only thing I, I the only thing I note is I have a a real pass of gas first uh-huh. before the diarrhea starts.
7: Right, okay. And have you had anything like this in the past? Is it recognizable?
4: No, sir, I haven't. Okay. I'm approaching 90 now, but oh, okay. so I have not had anything like this.
7: Yeah, so uh, the thing with diarrhea, sometimes it's a better out than in situation, <laughs> right? And so Imodium isn't always the best... Uh, Solution for that. If it's something that's trying to leave the body, you don't necessarily want to keep it in.
2: Well, how many bowel movements are you having in a day? Three. Wow. That's, is that, and how many were you having before all of this started? Uh, One. Okay, so that's a significant change, and it's soft and runny and watery.
4: All watery, yes.
7: All watery, wow. yeah. Okay. And is there a lot of gas about, uh, with that as well? It's
2: about 30
4: minutes to an hour after I eat.
7: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then did you change any medications, any supplementation, any antibiotics you were put on right before this started?
4: No, ma'am. No.
2: Okay.
7: Yeah, that's interesting. So the, the, the stool test that you had, um, if I'm not mistaken, was probably sort of the standard clinic stool mm-hmm. test looking for the sort of 15 things like C. diff, E. coli, salmonella, giardia. And a lot of times when, when I worked at a GI clinic, those were not the typical culprits for chronic kind of symptoms that you're showing here. So, uh, if you, if you would, you probably want to get a more comprehensive stool test that's going to look a little deeper, um, look at the, the digestive quality, uh, things like pancreatic elastase, beta-glucuronidase, um, maybe calprotectin, and uh, look at other um, other kinds of dysbiosis that may be going on that you'd have to culture the stool uh, a little bit longer to do that.
2: Um, hey, John, do you have any abdominal pain and cramping? no. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would probably keep hydrating. The risk I worry at your age is that you'll get dehydrated. Um, hey, Ken, what, would you recommend increasing fiber intake at this time?
7: Actually uh that fiber would be a good thing yeah. but uh sometimes also if you're having significant diarrhea well replacement of electrolytes like Samir said but also sometimes uh, activated charcoal is maybe a better mm. consideration than imodium because it does help staunch the flow but it also acts like a sponge to trap things that are trying to get out so they don't get recirculated mm. and the dose for that would probably be something like 2 or 3 capsules uh Activated charcoal? Capsules, yes. Wow,
1: I I just think of charcoal briquettes, but it's called reactivated charcoal.
7: Activated charcoal is what people often take for poison. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's it's a detoxifying agent. Okay. And and it's available at supplement stores. And as long as you get, you know, any reputable brand will do. And yeah, two or three capsules twice a day away from any food or other pills Mm, because it's a sponge.
2: All right. Okay, John. So a little bit of activated charcoal. um, Make sure that you stay well hydrated, my friend, and especially now that the weather is really hot. And then if the symptoms persist despite this, please go back for a more involved GI test. And I think a, a naturopathic physician, certainly longevity offers it, but there are other providers in the area that will do a more detailed stool analysis to look at enzymes and things that can tell you what is really happening in the gut uh, rather than just taking an emodium, which may not be the best solution. Mm. Okay?
4: Thank you very much for your time and your expertise. You have you a great are- day.
1: Very well, You welcome. too, John. You too. Take care. Thank you for that. Uh, now, Dr. Pentland, we have just a few minutes before our next break. And you are excited about something that
2: uh, is making medical news, right? You no, know, let's stick to gut health for a few minutes. Okay, yeah, the with topic the gut health. Because he's really an expert in gut health. Yeah,
1: that's what he, I wanted to talk about. He
2: has helped many of my patients as well. So, Ken, when you approach somebody that is having diarrhea, mm. I mean, talk to us about the three D's of gut health. Ooh. What What is involved in your evaluation? Evaluation. How do you help your patients? Well, so
7: That's many good. times uh, when patients come in with something like diarrhea, it's um oftentimes it's a post infectious situation where they had some kind of food mm-hmm. uh, interaction. Mm. <laughs> they had a, a food poisoning incident, they they were traveling, sure they had something they didn't that didn't agree with them, and they had some symptoms and then they recovered from that, but then shortly after symptoms came back and uh they didn't go away right ah. and then um they'll go to um, their regular physician, they'll see, they'll get that stool test, right. which doesn't show anything, right? and then they'll go to a gastroenterologist, which will typically do a colonoscopy uh-huh, or uh-huh. recommend fiber, reducing stress, uh-huh. things like that.
2: And the things that I get coming back from that visit is lymphocytic colitis, eosinophilic yeah. colitis, right. just take budesonide right. and take it forever and a day.
7: <laughs> yeah, so that, that will reduce the inflammation, but it won't necessarily eliminate the cause of the problem, which could be very things. So a lot of times people have a story like early on in childhood, they, they couldn't tolerate milk oh. they, uh, or had a lot of eczema, and they sort of grew out of that, or they had asthma or ear infections as a child. They grew out of that. And then later in life, they after a, a certain sort of traumatic event or uh, an insult to the body like like uh, food poisoning. Mm. They might develop chronic GI symptoms or other chronic disease like Mm -hmm. arthritis or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then, so we'll we'll often do food sensitivity testing for those people. Sure, sure. But also, because of the inflammation that they're having, we'll also do stool testing because the gut bacteria usually gets you know, dysbiotic by that point.
2: Right. I mean, gut microbiome is really, really important and paying attention to those healthy bacteria and making sure they stay in the gut because mm. they prevent the bad bacteria from taking over and causing leaky gut syndrome and everything else that follows from it is really very critical. So a deeper dive into a stool analysis, looking at much more than just bacteria and blood and ova and parasite, mm. which is a typical GI test that we used to do with stool analysis is very, very important. And then managing it is a slow process, but nonetheless, very, very useful and necessary. So pay attention to this. It's important. Mm -hmm. We are going to take a quick break and then back more with Dr.
1: Pentland. Uh, We're going to find out about... Things happening for the gut, (laughs) right? Some new gut information with Dr. Pentland in just a moment. We also have Dr. Michael Gilbert here, all about the eyes, from Northwest Vision Institute, and Dr. Samira Umat here. We have one more hour stay right there, and here is that number to get connected. If you have a question today, we are live in the studio at 800-465-8770. We'll be right back.